Hello and welcome to Rawcast. This is the companion podcast to King's College London's multi-award winning student newspaper, Raw News. I'm Matthew Seaman. And I'm Sammy Mascala. Matthew and I will be producing this series and we look forward to bringing you a variety of topics presented by a variety of hosts. From overthinking, colonialism and theatre, to entrepreneurship, social media and big tech, Rawcast will demonstrate a snapshot of what Raw and Kings have to offer. Each week, a new Roar writer will talk about their topic of interest with special guests from in and out of the university. We've got new episodes lined up to keep you going from now until the summer. So please do click the link in the description of this episode if you'd like to send us voice messages to respond to via Anchor. We will also play these in future episodes. Likewise, you can email us at podcast.rawnews at gmail.com with any responses to our show. Anything you say might be included in an episode. Thanks for joining us and we hope you enjoy what we have to offer. My name is Sammy Mosquera. I'm going to be your host for today. And right in front of me here is a dear, dear friend of mine, uh, Elena Pro, a um, history and international relations major at the University of Exeter. And, well, I could say one another thing that might actually, you know, mm, put us on the same ground and that we have in common is that we might be ma- we might be both minoring and overthinking. So, yeah, so today's topic, as you might have understood already, is overthinking, you know, something that we all do constantly. Um, We might not perhaps be really aware of it most of the time. We might be going over conversations in our mind or we might be worrying over a text message. Oh, like what might what 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 is it that they actually meant? Are they angry at me? Are they happy? Are they being sarcastic? If you're someone like me that understa- that understands little to no sarcasm or irony, life's going to get tough. But I'm hoping that by the end of this, you're going to be a little more well-versed by just listening to this. So enjoy. First things first, Elena. In your opinion, what is the nature of overthinking? Uh, I don't have a straight answer to this. I just think it's a minor kind of obsession that just... Is there in our mind and it's built on imaginary castles and it just makes us obsessed with something that is not really there. So it's like our idealization of reality and it takes like the form of uh, reanalyzing a conversation and like going through your head again and again. Like this happens to me super often. But the nature for sure is something of real that is just gets bigger and obsessed and obsessive in your mind yeah i do agree i find that even personally sometimes i feel like it might arise especially in moments for instance of my personal insecurities and i might feel like well they definitely come i want to say they definitely come from as you're saying it's they come from reality but more more to it as well i believe is is a sort of it comes from the unknown, you know, it's reality is packed with unknown, you know, perhaps we have the, the nature of reality is simply the fact that it's it is the unknown. It's simply the way that we deal with the unknown that perhaps constitutes reality. Um, but I would say that nonetheless, this alteration of reality is not real. So it's just in our mind. So that's the real problem with it because it's based on something real, but it's alteration becomes something that is just living and existing in our mind. 
and that's why it becomes an obsession, perhaps. Yeah, I do agree. That's a really good definition. That's a really good definition. But practically speaking, practically speaking, how is it that one views or one lives like, you know, overthinking? Like, how do we overthink? I mean, there's obviously a million ways. But let's say that I, in my opinion, the ones that sort of most readily come to mind are, well, checking yourselves in the mirror constantly you know before leaving out you're before leaving the the yeah. house you check that you got your makeup on and that you're looking spotless something in between your teeth and all of that or perhaps you're walking the other day and and all of a sudden you're like oh uh like like uh who was it a friend of ours i was like oh but i i saw that i've got um I've got a little stain on my on my jacket and they were just overthinking and worrying about it and I just told them you know what simply I had not noticed that you know it, it's it's actually much simpler than what we actually make it to be you know we're constantly worrying we're worrying also I think because in what I've sort of understood in these last few weeks is that I think humans unfortunately or fortunately depends on how you want to see it but we all start from this idea that humans all start from a point of perfection in the sense that we idealize humanity and all like every and all of those that might be sort of in some in some way different to that maybe someone that makes a mistake or more sort of mm, sort of mm, the nitty and the gritty of it perhaps someone that is simply you know goes on that goes on to a date with something in the, in their in, in in their teeth and you're like oh I never want to see them again but that's just so inhumane because we're all you're we're humans you know perhaps what characterizes us is the fact that we 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 are just a big jam pack of like you know little imperfections and we fall for them that's why I was saying I was telling you the other day I think if if people say that we are we are all born the same, then it might mean that the love that we have for one another comes from our affection towards their imperfections. You know, maybe we might fall for the imperfections because those are the discriminants. Those are what makes us different and unique, you know? Uh, I totally agree with you. I think that this very concept of overthinking, it's deeply entrenched with the conception of normality that it's spread, like it's all around us and it's always in front of our face. And the other big issue with overthinking is that you try to get in other people's mind, that that's completely impossible as we know. So <laughs> trying to understand what Sami is thinking right now, it's really hard. Maybe possible, but it's really, really hard. And that makes everything so obfuscated so not right not clear Convolute, yeah. yeah yeah no especially it's funny because obviously she brought up obviously i mean helen knows me Helen's known me for a while for a long while and i think you know we, we both know who what we're talking about but yeah definitely i'm one of the biggest overthinkers there are on the face of the planet i'm not gonna lie about this but mm, you know i want to say sometimes we overthink because I mean, I don't want to say it. Overthinking comes from a bad place, you know. I just think overthinking comes from a place of perhaps even love, you know. We might be overthinking because we want our loved ones to be to be safe and and okay, and so that's why we might perhaps misinterpret the tone from a text message, or perhaps we might be sort of worried on about our futures, or you know, realizing conversations, be like, oh, but what is that that he or she really meant? And well, Helen. I want to say that even though we might be both 
to some extent overthinkers. I want to say that you're perhaps sometimes less than I am. But do you have any solutions to overthinking? I don't think there is any practical solution. But on the other end, I would say that the best thing is just be, like sticking around really grounded friends in the sense that they can bring you back to reality and they can help you to see things are they really are because if you have these uh altered images in your head you need someone to say oh you're completely wrong it's not like you're, what you're thinking is it's another thing so that could help for sure what do you think well definitely like we were talking about this the other day i was worrying about someone i met and you're like sammy you know what well, quit that It's all in your head. Or even though, even if it might be true, at the, at the very end of it, at the bottom line is that overthinking won't change it. If you act upon it, and that's what I think is one of the solutions to overthinking, is if you act upon your, you know, your, your state of confusion, perhaps you are confused about what someone said, just, just go ask them, you know? Like, be... Be straight, be straightforward, be blunt, proactive. be proactive. You have an issue, you solve it. And that's what personally I'm, that's what I always ask about my closest friends. They know that I'm sometimes, I'm an overthinker and that I might not understand what they're trying to say through their tone of voice, the irony, the the underlying sort of, um, the, I mean, the, the underlying questioning tone of something. So they, they know and vice versa. So they know that if I have an issue, they have an issue, they just have to, you know, voice it out. I think if you, if you have an issue, just work upon it and just try to actively resolve it. Don't, so, because otherwise you just end up like some of us and that we're just sort of spending the whole, the night, just replaying the exact moment, trying to analyze and handpick through every single word and trying to see, and trying to see the reason behind it. And sometimes, as surprising as it might, as it might seem, if you're an overthinker listening to this, Sometimes people just say things without really thinking about them, you know? There's no ulterior motive to it. So, yeah, if you want to know something, ask. And, you know, it shall be given. I mean, don't you, don't you think, Helen, that sometimes um, you might meet, someone, might meet someone new and you're like, well, what is it? What, what did they mean with that sentence? What, what did they actually sort of what is that their ulterior motives what are the intentions and it is sort of stuck there well my question to you is if you found yourself in that position do you think that overthinking and sort of spending your time sort of bumming yourself out even do you think that that's going to actually change it because i think i think Sometimes when you overthink about, especially about meeting someone new, which is one of the most sort of like oftentimes is the, the sort of the, the case, sort of the, the case, the, the epitome of the cases as such. Like we just think, oh, well, let me try and sort of try and understand what they actually want from in between the lines. Do you actually do you think that we should do that or do you think that perhaps one of like what the overthinkers cure yet also biggest sort of um, biggest downfall is just the fact, you know, just live it, you know? Do you think that we should just sort of throw ourselves into that unknown that so much terrifies us? Do you think there's any, do you think there's any, any solution in that? Just because obviously it's, it's a very extreme one, but. Uh, I truly believe that, um, that overthinking is useless, completely useless, but inevitable. So it's gonna be there at some point in your life. You, can, you can't help it, it's, it's there. 
But uh, in the age of communication, we have to stick with the communication and trying to reach out and trying to communicate what is going on in our head. Because you'll never know what's going on in other people's heads unless you ask them. So that's it. Overthinking is not really helpful in any way, like analyzing other people's behavioral processes or things that go, go on are not really helpful to anyone. It's just, it's just there. It's just part of the everyday obsessions of everyone. And you just should try to act on it and act, actively communicate because that's the only solution, I believe. Well, on that note, I think that was actually very, very productive. And on that note, I want to say thanks to everyone for, you know, having been here. And I hope that you enjoyed our first episode. That being said, that's a wrap. Thank you for that, Sammy. Next week, Ali Azizi will be talking about cultural appropriation and Western influence on Malaysian culture. See you next time.